All right, guys, here with uh, Coach Weiss. Coach, first of all, this is the first game for a whole lot of newcomers that you had uh, on the field today. So from that standpoint, how did you feel about the way things went today? Well, I mean, I th thought the game was a little sloppy, you know, in all facets. I think that we were a little sloppy on offense, especially early. And, you know, we were sloppy on defense and special teams was okay. Uh, you know, we had too many penalties in the game. You know, that I'd say it's a typical first game, you know, first game jitters in some cases. And uh, I think that, you know, I think that everyone can, will be able to learn a lot from this game. You, you used all your running backs today and 50 carries overall for 280 yards. How did you feel about the rushing attack? Well, early I wasn't feeling so hot about it, uh, but you know, after you know I get to see what they were doing on defense, it gave me a chance to be a little bit more patient. As a matter of fact, in the third quarter, I, I don't know what I throw it about four times. I couldn't have thrown it very much because we went, went in at halftime and said, "Look at fellas, we can just run the ball down the throat. Let's just run it down her throat." And I said, "I'm you know it's not where I'm not going to throw the ball, but I think that you know that's what we should be able to do." And we, you know we did that pretty much. You know, obviously James turned a one one play over, but other than that, I thought, you know, as the game went on, I thought a running game got better. When you did throw it, uh, Jake Heaps on the night was 10 for 20, 110 yards and a touchdown. Looked like he had some drops go against him early on in the game. What did you think of him overall? Yeah, he had a couple drops and uh, he had a couple drops and a couple throwaways. So those throwaways count as incompletes too. But uh, I think that uh, there were a couple really nice touch passes. The one, the one corner route to Tony. You know, that led to, I think it was our first score, and the one corner out to Jamey when we were backed up. I mean, he, he had a couple of really nice, you know, down-the-field throws that, you know, that got us, in, got us in one case in scoring position and the other case out of trouble. And you, you touched on special teams for a second. You got a couple of big punt returns in the game, and, and you kicked a 45-yard field goal, which is something we hadn't yeah. seen last year. What did you think overall? <laughs> well, first of all, I thought Connor Embry did a heck of a job. And when I put him back there, everyone said, Connor Embry? But that's who Connor Embry is. You know, Connor Embry makes good decisions, and after he makes good decisions, he usually makes the first guy miss. Now, he might not run four or five and take everyone to the house, but he's always going to get you, he's usually going to get you 10 yards or more, and, you know, that, that'll be very, very high rating in the, in the league by the end of the year. And then, you know, Wyman, you know, that's what we've been seeing every day. You know, I put him out there for a 45-yarder. You know, I'm sure the stadium is holding a breath, though. Here we go again. And it was nice to see him, you know, the first opportunity he had, just put it right through the uprights. Well, Coach, finally, there's, they, they say a lot that the biggest improvement happens from week one to week two. You, you go down to Rice to face a very good team next week. Uh, tell us about the preparation and, and how big that game is going to be for you. Well, I mean, now you're on a one-week schedule. You know, we've had, you know, multiple weeks to get ready for the opener. But now you're back onto a normal routine. And I think that football players are, and coaches are creatures of habit. And it would be nice to get into a normal routine. And, you know, we gave one away to them last year. They kicked a field goal on the last play of the game. And, you know, they, they showed very dynamic offense last week in their opener and I got to sit home and watch this one and I'm sure they're watching this game you know I think we didn't frighten them by our performance today but I, with that being said we're really looking forward to going on the road and see if, seeing if we can't get that out of the way that you know that losing streak out of the way as well thanks for the time congratulations on the win coach all right thank you very much Talk a little more about the running game as far as how the carries were divided up was it a hot hand situation or well, we kind of figured we were going to get them all involved in the, in the game, that James was going to start off the lead dog, and we were going to go to Taylor and then come with Darian as a change of pace, and we were going to run a couple speed sweeps you know, with Tony and then try to get Brandon a couple of runs as well. And at the end of the day, you know, I didn't get him exactly the number that I had set in 
you know, set for the game. But you know, the fact that you got them all involved, I think that, you know, that that was a good that was a good thing. You came up with a balanced play calling in the first half. Is that looking to the future somewhat because you're going to have to be balanced? No, that's the way I like to call the game. I just felt that at halftime, at halftime with the game 14 to seven, that we should be physically, physically controlling both lines of scrimmage. That's basically what I felt we should be doing. And for the game at the time, I felt that it was too, it was too close for a team that I thought should be physically controlling the line of scrimmage. So offensively, I said, we're going to go ram it down the throat. We're going to get the ball, and we're going to ram it down the throat. I, what did I throw? About three or four times in the third quarter. It wasn't very many. It wasn't because I didn't want to throw the ball. It's because you're sending a message to your team. Look at fellas. Okay, let's get going. And you know, they, they answered the call. What were your thoughts on Jake? I think that he had jitters early just the way I anticipated. You know, I anticipated him having some early jitters. He hadn't played in two years, you know, a real game. Um, but I, there was a, you know, we haven't seen those touch passes like that corner route to Tony and that ball he dropped into Jamey coming off our own end zone, you know, that corner route to Jamey. We haven't seen those, you know, not since I've been here have we had, you know, that, that, you know, type of throw be able to be completed. So I think that, you know, I know Jake, he'll be madly disappointed in himself, but, you know, I'm not. I think that it was, you know, that's just a nice sound start and something that we could, we could grow on. Can you talk about the difference between Miller and Sims and kind of what you saw from them tonight? Well, they're different style of runners. You know, one's, you know, one's as a, a power slashing runner and the other one is a, as a, a, a shake and bake, you know, you know, a shake and bake type of runner, where you know he's 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 quicker than fast, and they're different, you know, the different body types and they're different style of runners, but they're both, you know, they both have have very good ability. Last year you didn't have a touchdown pass to a wide receiver. You going today from Justin McKay. How do you continue to, to do that? Well, I thought we had one of Josh Ford to tell you the truth, you know, but. Uh, uh, as a matter of fact, it was the first score, and I said, "Okay, now will everyone please shut about shut up about the what the wide receivers." So, uh, uh, as a matter of fact, on the touchdown to Justin, I thought he was going to throw the ball in the flat to Tony. I said, "Just throw it to Justin, please, and get this over with," you know. But uh, I think it. I think that you won't have to worry about a score. The wide receivers not scoring any touchdowns. I'm not saying because they scored one tonight, and I'm not saying we're going to have 900 touchdown passes, but. I think the receivers will be involved and they'll be scoring some touchdowns. The biggest response on the sideline was it when Justin caught that touchdown pass or when Wyman kicked that field goal? I think the field goal, I found it hysterical, you know. And, I, and as a matter of fact, I'm sitting there with the headset like this. I said, now listen to this crowd when he makes this field goal. It was almost as big as when Pardula kicked the second kickoff out of the end zone. I mean, life's little pleasures, but you know, you know, as I've been telling you, basically what I've been describing to you is what you you saw. You know, you saw Wyman make that, you know, like it was no big deal, and Perdula hit, you know, hit, you know, kicked the ball off well and punted well, and that's basically, you know, that's going to be important as we as we move on in the season here. Now, that is not a a very that's that's a very important. Thing to note coming out of this game one that you know what we were talking about with these two guys, that's what we have and you know that that 34 as a punt returner he didn't look too bad either. That. Is that the biggest takeaway from tonight? You got the block punt as well. I mean special teams as a whole looked very improved. 
Well, everyone was worried about how this was going to play out, you know, you know, with all the coaches involved and all the special teams. And the only error was a coaching error uh, when we had 12 guys on the field, and that was a miscommunication between the special teams and the, and the defensive coaches. So I'll take the blame for that one because we talked about that in the locker room after the game. But that's fourth and four. You know, you get in a critical situation. You know, a critical situation. That's you know, that's a first down. You could end up losing for for something like that. So even with the coaches, it gives us something to learn from because out of all those penalties, that's the one penalty that you, you could definitely blame. You know, strictly strictly on coaches not uh, not ha- not being organized there. And you think that where you trying to get a timeout call to prevent that? Well, they sent their punt team out late. So we were keeping our defense on the field. There were a couple times in the fourth quarter we weren't we weren't taking our defense off the field on fourth down, regardless of what they did. Like the one time when I took the penalty on third down, uh, it was going to be fourth down and four, and I took the penalty, the the chop block or whatever penalty. You say, well, why wouldn't you do it? It's fourth down because they're going to go for it. That's that's why. You know, there was there at the time of the game where they're going to go for it in that situation right there. Then they completed a 25-yard pass up the sideline. I look like a dummy, but that's beside the point. That was the rationale. That was the rationale at the time. You know, so I think that uh, going back to parlaying your question back to the question that Matt just asked, I was I was very pleased overall with the overall performance of the special teams. But I'll have to wait till I see it that. That'll be my seven o'clock to eight o'clock hour tomorrow. So that that's when I'll get to that. He spent a lot of time on the sideline tonight. Why was he? He was cramping. As a matter of fact, he wouldn't be he wouldn't be okay to be one of the people that was speaking if he were injured. You know, so I I had to find out what it was too. But that being said, I thought Skylar Miles stepped up. You know, and all of a sudden, that's the Skylar Miles that I recruited. That's the Skylar Miles that I remember, and I never saw him last year. I mean, so you you wouldn't even notice Ben Heaney not in the game, really, other than the fact that it was 32 instead of 31. And that that's that's a good thing, you know. But uh, Ben just was cramping up. And as you notice, the game went on to a bunch of them cramping up. But, you know, it was it was toasty out there. We've been hydrating for days, but still it was it was toasty. Is that something early in the first quarter you showed that no Is that something we can see more of? We've been practicing it every single day. You know, and you notice that we did it for extended periods and then we went in and out of it, you know, and that's what we've been trying to get to. And the reason why you could do that is the versatility of of Tony and Brandon, because those guys can go in and out of being in the backfield or being detached as receivers. You know, I never had that before, but now you have that. I haven't had that since, to be honest with you, if you're a Chief fan, since I was around Dexter McCluster. That was the last time I've had something like that where you could say, hey, you could put him in the backfield, but now all of a sudden he's a slot receiver. So with those two guys, you know, they give, give you an opportunity to do that. You could hear some of the guys as they were coming off the field, like exhaling, finally, is one of the words that they were saying. How long do you let them celebrate this before you turn their focus on the rice? Well, they still won't be allowed to go to the bars tonight, in case you're wondering. Okay. Uh, I, th- I told them that they should really enjoy the win and go spend time with their family and friends. I said, but it's just a first step. I said, now, you know, the jury will still be out. You know, it's 31 to 14. Everyone will say, well, that's what you're supposed to do. And now you get an opportunity to take the next step. And I think that I want them to enjoy. It's been a long time since they've won a game here. It's been a year. 
I want them to enjoy, enjoy themselves tonight, but tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon at noon when treatment opens up and, you know, then we, then when they lift and run and everything like that and meet and meet, it's time to let's get this game behind us and, you know, so enjoy the game a little bit, but get the game behind us, use the mistakes we made to learn off of, and let's start getting ready to get into a normal routine. I like normal structure. I don't like weeks off. I didn't like last week. You know, the guys are in school. The natural progression is to play a game on Saturday. All right, so now we're in that. We're in that for the next you know, few weeks before we get a bye, and I'll be miserable again. Okay, but until we get to that bye for the next couple of weeks, we're in a normal routine, and I think that both coaches and players are creatures of habit and, you know, feel get into a comfort zone when that happens. You said when your interview with Nate, there's nothing that you guys did tonight that would frighten Rice necessarily. Is there anything about Rice after you see your team tonight that kind of frightens you as you have to get ready for our next game? Well, as I watched their game the other day, I was very impressed offensively how they how they took it to Texas A&M. I was very impressed. Now I'm not you know critically evaluating Rice at this point. I want to savor South Dakota just for an hour. Okay, I would like to enjoy that, but you know. As I watched that game, I was I was I was impressed how they moved the ball uh, in in that game on the road. So I think that you know, hey, look at we have our work cut out for us every week. But what what's another another thing we got to take care of? The next, we got that win. Okay, we end that million game losing streak. Now we're going to go on the road. And we haven't won on the road in a while, and next week gives us our first opportunity to go ahead and do that. I think in the spring you said it was Keon that was ruining practice. Was that how he was doing it, the interception and the pick six? Yeah. Was he also the one who celebrated or was somebody else? Because I never saw. Uh, it was somebody else? Oh, great. Yeah, that'll, that'll, go, that'll, that'll go over well tomorrow, you know, because I didn't see it, you know. Uh, I didn't see it, nor did I get an explanation, but that's, that's okay, you know. But, uh, you know, I, actually I taught him those moves, you know. You know, he was trying to do, you know, was – his high school compadre, Clowney, he was trying to do his best Clowney imitation, right, you know. But uh, that was a big play. You know, even even we ended up getting penalized 100 yards on the play. It was still, it was still, it was a, still a big turnover in the game. Nine penalties by the Yeah. It, but the best, not the best part, but if you're going to have it, Tom, have it first. Because now you know what I'm going to do. You know how unmerciful I'm going to be on on them come tomorrow, you know. So you now could take those nine penalties and use it as a teaching tool. Remember last year we weren't any good, okay, but we were, we, but we didn't commit a bunch of penalties, okay. So now now you get to say, hey, this could cost us the game. This could cost us the game. And you also include coaching on those penalties when you say that, like that that substitution error right there. You include that in there. Okay, is one of the things that could cost that could cost you a game. Because you have so many newcomers, I mean, are you hoping that you guys have a lot more ceiling that this that you guys? Oh, can not. Do? I'm hoping we do have a lot more ceiling. There's zero doubt in my mind that we're not we're not close to where we can be. That we have a lot more ceiling. There's, I mean, there's some guys that aren't even playing yet that are are going to end up being major factors here. I mean, I'll use a guy like uh, Rod Col Rodriguez Coleman. I mean, he might end up being one of our best receivers, but right now he's playing behind, you know, you have to play, you see it the way it is in practice, okay? And I think at the end of the year he might be, he might be one of those guys that everyone's talking about. 
But right now he's running behind both Christian and Trey. I mean, and I'm just using him as one of those guys that, you know, you look at him in practice, he has the potential to be the best one. I mean, so, you know, just there's a lot of guys like that, that, you know, right now might be second team or third team, but by the end of the year they might be one of the reasons why your team got better in a hurry. Do you expect Short to be a one-week deal for Dino? I've already given you, you've already got what you're getting out of me today. You should know better than even asking that one, Austin. <laughs> okay, why do I send it up to the press box so you guys already have it? You know, that's what I know. You know what I know. And you, and I've said what I can say. And and when I know something, I promise you, you will know. Okay, when I know, you'll know. Going back to Justin, how happy was he just to catch his first touchdown pass after I don't know who was the happiest, him, Ionello, Heaps, Grunard, I mean, Trey, Montel. I mean, I had the whole Bishop Miege contingent. I mean, there were a lot of people. Now, the head coach was kind of happy, too, in case you're wondering. He wasn't too, he wasn't too mad either, but there were, a, there were a whole bunch of people that were pretty happy to get that out of the way. Change some things around as far as the, the coaches being on the field and things that did some of the communication. How do you feel that went? Actually, it went pretty smooth. I tried, you know, I was I let the coaches coach more. If you noticed, I you know I wasn't, you know I I I I stayed down by the defense when the defense is on. Let the offensive coaches coach their guys, and you know I didn't say too much. Every once in a while, I'll say what do you got. Or, you know, in the fourth quarter, I wanted to make sure that they understood that I was, we were going to play four down territory. You know, we were going to play them to play for four downs when it got to three scores. When it got to three scores, I didn't care if they were punting or not. We were going to play. We weren't going to take the defense off the field on fourth down. So I'd click on and say that. But other than that, I thought that, I thought that you know, everything was fine. Now, you have to understand that pace that they were running is not the pace that's about that's about ready to hit them, okay. But it, it was a good start. Charlie, how much do you want to see Sims leave here with not only his individual success but also some team success? Um, I think that James is is typical of a lot of the fourth and fifth year players here, okay. That it would be really nice if they could leave leave here on a, on a good note. I mean, he's a heck of a player. He, you know, we all know arguably he has a chance to, you know, as he's moving up the charts to challenge for right up to the top. You know, and if he stays healthy, if he stays healthy, there's, there's a chance that ends up happening. But we don't, play, we don't play for records. You know, the only one record that we're playing for is wins. And I think that I would think he trade yards for wins every day of the week. And he's a very unselfish player. And he's the one player at the end of the game came up to me in the locker room and apologized to me for fumbling. He said, that just was it was a lack of concentration. It's really nice when a player comes up to you. You didn't have to say anything. He came to look you up to apologize for fumbling. That's, that, that, you, know, you, you know he's on your side. With such a diverse running game, is he going to be able to ex- distinguish himself you know, from everybody else and maybe reach those records? Or? I, I just said I'm not into the records, but I, you won't have to worry about James not being a lead dog because he will be. You know, those, everyone else is complimenting him. He's, he's the number one guy. He's the, num- there's, he's the number one guy. Everyone else is complimentary. 
What was the mindset of going for it on fourth down near midfield uh, at the beginning of the game? Which one? The one we made or the one we didn't make? Actually, I was trying to draw them off sides. Okay, and it got late in the count, so we threw our, our fourth and six beater that came up fourth and five and a half. So in that case, you'd like to guy to get another half a yard, you know. But you know, I thought with as quick as we were snapping the ball, when we used a hard cadence, I thought we had a good chance of drawing them off sides. So I had one of two choices: run the play called or call timeout. And I felt that we could. I felt we could. You know, what I was trying to do was get it to fourth and one. To be perfectly honest with you, by getting them to jump off sides. And like I said, now you're 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 at the time of the clock where either you run the play. Either run the play called or you called timeout, and I figured I'd go ahead and let it run. I felt our defense was playing good enough that, you know, they would cover for me, if, which they did. You know, they would they would cover for me if we didn't end up making it. How would you uh, grade the offensive line's performance today? I'll have to wait till I see it. I mean, the only th- play I was only mad one time. Really, I'm sure I'll be mad plenty of times tomorrow morning. By the way, that's the five o'clock hour. In case you're wondering, okay, but. Um, I was mad at one play. Uh, there was a timeout on the field. The one play we got sacked, I went in and I said, now listen, if they bring that guy off the corner over here, okay, you, have to, you guys have to make sure you go, out, you, you go out to get him because if you do, we'll have ourselves a big play. And there was, a miscommunica- there was miscommunication amongst the linemen. I know whose fault it is. Not really important that you know. But uh, as a matter of fact, the guy I yelled at, it wasn't really his fault because somebody else had made a call to keep him from going out and blocking the guy. But the problem I have is when I, when I, six, I m- correctly predict what's going to happen and tell them what's going to happen, and it does happen, and we still don't, we still don't block the play, that doesn't, that doesn't get me too excited. But anytime you run for, rush for a bunch of yards like that, and you know, you're usually pretty happy with the run game, and I'm sure the protection looked okay. Not, um, not great, but I'm sure it looked okay. And it'll give you. I want. I want there to be enough bad stuff in there so I can yell at him tomorrow. And trust me, I'll. Pl- I'll find plenty. Toward the end, uh, Taylor Cox kind of buckled, going on about. Is that a cramp? Or yeah, I don't know. You know, hopefully, I'm hoping it's a cramp and not a tweak in his hammy. But you know, you know that that you know it could be either one. And I talked to Murph at the end. I said, D- did he tweak his hammy or did he cramp? And he goes, I'm not sure yet till after they get in there and work on him. So I don't know which one it really ended up being. I'm sure it, even if it was a tweak, he didn't pull it because you could see just by how he's running, if he, if he tweaked it, it would be a slight pull because I couldn't tell from looking at it whether it was a cramp or a pull. When it's a pull, you usually when it's a distinct pull, usually it it's glaring. You know, I'm not saying it's not. I'm just, I, I, I just don't know yet till after we get through tonight and tomorrow and find out what we got. Can you talk about uh, the Juco players that you had that got their first action tonight? I think they're happy to get that game under their belt, to be honest with you. You know, there's been so much talk about, the, you know, all these different guys and trying to mesh them all together right there. And, you know, I'm sure some of them played good and some didn't play good. And But that at the end of the day, it's nice for everyone to kind of come together and be able to get the first one out of the way. And let's go to, you know, get down to business and see if we can't get another one here next week.